Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. This is The Look Ahead with Scott Seidenberg on VSIN, the sports betting network. Seidenberg here with you from the Circa Sportsbook in downtown Las Vegas as we look ahead to week four in the NFL, which will begin on Thursday night with the Cincinnati Bengals hosting the Jacksonville Jaguars. Full disclosure, I've picked the Bengals as my survivor pick. So for the second week in a row, I'm going with a Thursday game, hoping that for the second week in a row, I can kick back and relax on Sunday and just hope for chaos. Joining me right now is a man who uh, tries to avoid chaos with his sharp takes. He is Jonathan Von Tobel, host of The Edge here on VSIN, also contributor to Point Spread Weekly. JVT, you, you had a great tweet last week about teasers in the NFL and the success that they had last weekend. How often are you playing teasers in the NFL, and are you pre- preferably teasing down or teasing up? Scott, I'll play teasers when they're available. And what I mean by available, right, the, the Wong teaser, if you're, you're getting through two key numbers, if you're getting through seven, you're getting through three. If those opportunities in any way possible, and it's not just the favorites, right, because that would be seven and a half point favorites, teasing them down to minus one and a half, or it's one and a half point underdogs, teasing them up through seven, or excuse me, through three and through seven to get to seven and a half. So I'll do both. It doesn't matter to me, as long as they fit those criteria. And I also tend to be, this is somewhat a little bit more strict with myself. This last week was not the case because uh, there were a lot of lowly power-rated teams that were, you know, seven-and-a-half-point underdogs at home. So I use a couple of road teams, but I tend to also keep it with home teams as well. So you get that added little benefit, right? We, we could talk about home field and how little it's worth lately, but it's still worth something. But as long as it's an underdog of one-and-a-half points, getting them through three and through seven, or if it's a seven-and-a-half-point favorite, getting them through seven and through three, uh, that's the way that I've been attacking Well, you certainly have a lot of candidates on this card, and it begins with the Bengals here on Thursday night, a seven-point favorite over the Jaguars. I have already teased this one down, and I paired it with the Minnesota Vikings. I teased the Vikings up to uh, plus eight. So that was my two-leg teaser that I did for this weekend. And I'm telling you, JVT, when it comes to Sunday, I'm probably going to have more because I really want to jump on the Saints and the Titans and pick on the two bad New York football teams. But there is a bunch of teaser candidates on this board. Which ones have you circled? Yeah, 100%. And it's, it looks like last week. Hopefully it's like last week, right? Uh, our former colleague at Visa, Jeff Vogel, tweeted this out. If you had access to six or seven of the nominees for two leg teasers on Sunday, any way you split it, 21 or 0 or 15 and 0, like every leg cash. <laughs> so hopefully it's a similar weekend here. But, you know, so I've, I've played a teaser. I've used Atlanta on one leg of my teaser with the Green Bay Packers. And I think when you look at Atlanta, right, they fit that criteria. One and a half point underdog at home, getting that up to the key number. 
you know, this Washington team, it's surprising how bad they have looked through three weeks. But, you know, there's this really deep conversation to be had, Scott, about defense in the National Football League. And if you talk to and read some of the, uh, you know, guys who are really into the analytics, your defense is only as good as the offense it takes on. And it makes a lot of sense when you look at Washington and the offenses they got to beat up on last year and what they've done up to this point point, the offenses they have faced up to this point, how poor they have looked. But Atlanta, there's a couple of things here. One, if you look at Washington, we can talk about 29th in defensive DVOA, 30th in expected points added defensively, right? Just across the board, 29th or 30th in a lot of defensive metrics. Just don't know if they should be favored on the road here. So I do have a little bit of Atlanta, right? Plus one and a half. But I have teased them up with the Green Bay Packers, teasing them down to pick, you know, Packers right now sitting in that range of about six and a half, seven points. Get through those numbers, get them down to pick. I think the Packers are going to be a really viable option, especially as the market comes in here against the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers because you're starting to see those seven even money start to pop up. Yeah, and a market that has uh, slipped away from some, especially here at Circa, is the Baltimore Ravens, who are still plus one at DraftKings and plus one at other places. So they would be a teaser candidate to tease them up against the Broncos here at Circa. It's down to a pick so you don't necessarily get them over that key number of seven. But you mentioned your defense only as good as the teams that you're playing against. This Broncos team has had the benefit of going up against the Giants, the Jets, and the Jacksonville Jaguars. Are you a believer in this Broncos defense, or are they just a victim of their opponents? Yeah, so I so I'm not really a believer quite yet, and I think there's no there's no doubt that, that this team is a symptom of the schedule at this point too. But you know, Scott, it's funny. Like I keep asking myself, are, are we really sure the Baltimore Ravens are the team we want to test that theory with? Right? Mm. Like in the in years past, the Ravens have been a very good team under Lamar Jackson. They've been really dynamic. But if you look at what Baltimore has done up to this point this season, you're talking about a loss right on the road against the Las Vegas Raiders. Hey, we know they just barely got away with it against the Detroit Lions. And, of course, you get a late turnover from Patrick Mahomes. A little luck works in your favor, and you get a win over Kansas City. But there are things that have bothered me about Baltimore. One, the injuries in the secondary, they're still there. They're still persisting. Two, this is the second-worst pass-blocking offensive line in the National Football League. If you go back to that Monday night game against the Raiders, Lamar Jackson had 20 true pass sets, right? No screens, right? No action like that, no play action, just traditional dropbacks. He got pressured on all 20 of those dropbacks. And this is a front, even without Chubb, that is going to be able to take advantage of this really bad offensive line. So while I think that there is some credence to looking at Denver, excuse me, and thinking that there are not real I just can't wrap my head around the Baltimore Ravens being that team. And full disclosure, I've got under on the win total for Baltimore. Mm. I have Cleveland winning. The, I came in kind of low on Baltimore, but through three games, I've actually been kind of, I think, buoyed by what I have seen. I feel like I'm kind of right to think that this team is not as good as we expect them. How do you feel about my survivor pick? I mentioned I took the Bengals here on Thursday night, uh, and I did the same thing last week. I took the Panthers on Thursday night. It's kind of a similar handicap for me, rookie head coach, rookie quarterback, preparing on the short week for the first time. Plus, the the Trevor Lawrence has looked awful. Two interceptions at least mm-hmm. in all three of his first career, first career games. And Joe Burrow, you know, minus the three interception game that he had against the Bears, which uh, those were just three bad throws, uh, has looked good to start the season. Certainly, he has that rapport with Jamar Chase, who might be the favorite right now for offensive rookie of the year. Is there any way the Bengals lose this game? Like, am I in jeopardy here on Thursday night? So, I, like, there's obviously a chance that they lose it, but I, I like your angle of using him in a survivor pool much more than looking at him as a seven and a half point favorite, right? Like, the, the, from a power rating perspective, to me, seven and a half just doesn't really jive with Cincinnati, right? You know, this is a team over the last two years that has a total of six wins. Like, this is a really big jump for Cincinnati. Like, if you're buying in, you're buying low on Jacksonville in this situation, we're talking about just the point spread. But from a winning standpoint, yeah, absolutely. Look, one of the things that has bothered Trevor Lawrence, he's the worst quarterback uh, against the Blitz, bar none. Like, he's not even close to being, like, second to last. He is dead last. And if you look at Cincinnati up to this point, seventh most times they have blitzed against opposing quarterbacks. They're using that as part of their arsenal. It's going to bother Trevor Lawrence to that offensive line. So I tend to think if we're talking about it, Scott, from, like, a point spread perspective, yeah, I think I'd rather be on the side of Jacksonville because I think the market's getting a little ahead of themselves with a number like this. But if you're talking about Survivor and just have to win outright, then Cincinnati, yeah, and teasing them down with obviously the option here because laying seven and a hook with Cincinnati, it's just it's too much to ask, I think, for a team and where they're at right now. JVT, you wrote in Point Spread Weekly about being uh, betters beware with some of the unbeaten teams like the Panthers and the Raiders, uh, the Raiders riding the high. What a start to the season it's been. Uh, and now they have to take on a very talented Charger team on the road. Is this where everything comes crashing back down to earth for them? 
I, I am worried that it is. And I'm, I'm really high on the Raiders this year. You know, I bet on them in all three weeks. I was telling humans that I feel jilted that they allowed the Dolphins <laughs> to get kind of in the back door with that touchdown at the end of regulation. But, but I think, you know, there's, there's things that are sustainable with the Raiders and there's things that aren't. And I think the things that are sustainable, Scott, is this offense. Derek Carr's an insanely underrated quarterback. Each of the last two years, they've had a top 10 offense in terms of passing efficiency. This has been a really quality offense and Carr's been a quality quarterback since Gruden's been there. So I think that is sustainable. I bet him at 25 to one to an MVP because I, I think that that is something legitimate. But on the other side, if you look at some of their defensive numbers, you're talking about a team that has the second highest overall defensive grade by PFF standards, the best pass rushing grade by PFF standards, the fourth most pressures in the National Football League. Those are things that aren't sustainable because they took on two of the worst offensive lines in the NFL, Miami and Baltimore. Their yards per play metric, about 5.2 yards per play, is ninth best in the National Football League. They've taken on the 28th and 31st offenses in that category, Miami and Pittsburgh. Those are just some fraudulent numbers. And when you look, right, Mullen in the secondary, he's injured, banged up. Is he going to be able to play on Monday? The extra day gives him some rest, so that's good. But this is a secondary that's going to get exposed as we get down. They're better, but I don't know how much better they are. And I think Los Angeles is kind of that team that might be able to test that theory and really take advantage of that secondary. And on the flip side, when we go back to that offense, the one thing that Carr has overcome is really poor offensive line play. The Raiders grade really poorly from a pass pro perspective, and that's a pretty good front that's going to be able to pressure Derek Carr. So I think a part of me wants to take the Raiders again, but ultimately I scratched them off the list because the Chargers do have the makeup of a team that's going to be able to test that theory and take advantage of it, I think. Yeah, and the Chargers could very well be 3-0, you know, if, uh, yep. if the refs don't call that uh, bizarre in the grasp yeah. uh, sack against Dallas. Uh, and they did score on the play before, but it got called back to an illegal shift penalty. So uh, that game could have played out much differently. Uh, while I have you, let me ask you about the NBA guide, which uh, I know you are hard at work on. It comes out around the October 11th or so. So what do you got going on with that NBA guide? Dude, I can't believe it, man. We got NBA preseason games starting on Sunday. Like It's crazy <laughs> this time of year, and the NBA is already back. So yeah, NBA guide, we're working on it. Uh, it'll be, I think, out October 11th. Don't quote me on that, but that's about the date that we have planned to get everything out. We're going to have contributions from everybody. It's going to be me. It's going to be Adam Burke. We have contributions in terms of playoff predictions from guys like Matt Humans and Mitch Moss. So we have a lot of minds and a lot of fingers, you know, typing out stuff for this NBA guy. This is the third year we've done it. You know, I've really taken, um, you know, the, kind of the driving force on this each of the last three years. I'm really proud of what we've done. And third guide's going to be out on October 11th. So keep an eye out for it. Yeah, the Lakers uh, with that team picture floating around the internet today, you know, uh, yeah. you might as well crown them 2013 NBA champs, right? Yeah, well, yeah, that or if, I mean, if if Kyrie Irving and these guys are going to stay on the court, I, I think Brooklyn is by far the highest power rated team and should be. But they but if they're healthier, if they're available, such a massive caveat in today's NBA. Yeah, yeah. I say 2013 champs because every one of those Lakers players is probably yeah. going to need a walker by the time the season's over. Uh, that's how old they are. JVT, I appreciate the time, the insight. Get back to work on that NBA guide. We need that thing out fast. OK. Yep. I appreciate you having me on, man. Thank you. <laughs> there he is. Jonathan Von Tobel, uh, host of The Edge here on VEASAN with Matt Humans. You watch that Monday through Friday. You can also read his stuff in Point Spread Weekly. And then, of course, he is our senior NBA analyst. So hard at work on that NBA guide, which should be out uh, in about uh, two weeks. So you definitely want to be sure to pick that up at VEASAN.com. I'm Scott Seidenberg. We'll talk a little bit more about some of those teaser legs that we talked about coming up next right here on The Look Ahead on VSIN, the sports betting network. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. (sighs) 
Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Free samples, free shipping, and our 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step and into your home too. Shop Blinds.com now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is The Look Ahead on VSIN, the sports betting network. Seidenberg back here with you. The look ahead here on Eason, the sports betting network. My thanks to Jonathan Von Tobel for joining me on the program. Uh, yeah, check out Point Spread Weekly, an interesting article about betters beware when it comes to the flaws with uh, undefeated teams like the Panthers and the Raiders. Uh, but we spoke about teasers, and there are a bunch of teaser candidates on this schedule. And hopefully this week is similar to last week, because last week all those teaser teams found success now it's the nfl and some of these teams are going to lose right even the teams that you're favored by seven or six and a half and you're pushing them down uh or you know the seven and a half point teams i should say and you're pushing them down to get them below seven uh or you're pushing a team down to get them below three things like that they could lose uh i don't see the bengals losing to the jaguars uh which is why i picked them in survivor and the other team that i don't see losing well there's a couple of teams now, it doesn't pay out much, but if you want to do a money line parlay, these are the teams that I feel will not lose their games uh, because I'd be really shocked if they did. The Cincinnati Bengals, I can't see them losing. I picked them in Survivor. It's a short week. Short week, they're at home against Trevor Lawrence, Urban Meyer, preparing for a short week for the first time. And uh, with all the Jaguars' inefficiencies, and the way that the Bengals have been playing defensively, I love the Bengals in this spot to win the game outright. The other game, again, I'd be shocked if the Buffalo Bills lost to the Houston Texans. The Bills are at home. It's minus 1250. It would be a colossal upset if they lost as 16-point favorites against the Houston Texans. But that's another team I'd be shocked. Again, I'm telling you, it's not going to pay out much, but we're going to have some fun with it. These are the teams that I think absolutely you pencil them in for wins. Uh, the New Orleans Saints can't see the Saints losing to the Giants. Seven and a half point favorites to me. They're a great teaser candidate. Get them down to the uh, below a field goal. This is a Giants team that is just really bad this season. And they're banged up. Blake Martinez now out for the year. Uh, they've had injuries on their offensive side as well. Saquon Barkley has done nothing. Daniel Jones is the leading rusher on this team through three weeks. The offensive line uh, is is rotating players in and out because of injury. And they're already having to answer a bunch of questions during the week about their coaching staff, about their scheme, about the players' future. And and then you have the Saints playing with the emotions, going back home in that building for the first time in front of fans since 2019. Uh, the It's going to be an electric atmosphere there in New Orleans, and I cannot see the Saints losing that football game. The Titans on the road against the Jets. Uh, honestly, I'm waiting to see the game in which the Jets win and... I can't find it. This is a team that has yet to put it together. Defensively, they're keeping themselves in it. Offensively, they've only scored 20 points this season. In three games, they've scored 20 points. This is a bad football team right now. I'm going to root for them because I hope that people take the Titans in Survivor, and I hope the Jets pull off a miraculous upset, but I'd be shocked if the Jets won this game against a much better Tennessee Titans team. I think the Chiefs are going to beat the Eagles. Would I be shocked and surprised if the Eagles win? A little bit, but not as much as the other ones. But I do think the Chiefs coming off uh, their performance last week and their loss, and now the Eagles, and I'm not talking about covering here. I'm just talking about uh, winning outright. Um, The Eagles are, 
they kind of look like the team that we thought that they were going to be before the season started. Remember, the Eagles were a team that was picked to finish about fourth, third, or third at third place at best in the NFC East. Some people had them at fourth behind the Giants, but they did not have a high win total. But then they go out there and they beat up on Atlanta in week one, and all of a sudden everyone changes their opinion about the Philadelphia Eagles. I, I don't I don't get it. Okay, in week two, they played hard against the, the 49ers, but they still lost. They only scored 11 points. And and then in this game against the Cowboys, they look terrible. No motion at all on offense, so there's no creativity with their offense. They're not using their running backs to run the football. And I just think this is a bad spot for the Eagles. Even though they're home, I do expect the Chiefs to win this football game. Again, crazier things have happened. I know it's the NFL. You can't guarantee anything. Uh, Packers playing against a bad Steelers team. Uh, I look at this Steelers team, and I think that they're in a world of trouble. Their offensive line is bad. Ben Roethlisberger has no time to let his wide receivers get open. He is getting hit. He is banged up. Uh, There's issues with the offensive play calling. And uh, this Packers team, meanwhile, has turned it around. The Packers, after their week one debacle, they have come out in back-to-back weeks and have looked like the Green Bay Packers that you thought you were going to get at the start of the season, putting up 35 points at home against the Lions, putting up 30 points on the road against the 49ers. So uh, really like the Green Bay Packers at home here, and I don't, I would be shocked if they lost to the Pittsburgh Steelers. And then there's the Tampa Bay Bucks on Sunday Night Football going to New England to face the Patriots. Uh, Tom Brady returning to Foxborough, that crowd is going to be cheering for him more so than Mac Jones. Mac Jones, meanwhile, had a real difficult time dealing with pressure against the New Orleans Saints. And I think that this front seven for the Tampa Bay Bucks will do a better job of getting after the quarterback this week, and they will pressure Mac Jones. Uh, meanwhile, I think the Bucks will play with a little bit of urgency coming off their first loss of the season, knowing uh, what's going on in their division. I think that they really would love to pick up a win here, and uh, I'd be surprised if Tom Brady and company don't come out of Foxborough with a win. So the money line parlay that I really don't see any of these teams losing, Bengals, Bills, Saints, Titans, Chiefs, Packers, and Bucks pays out plus 472. You know, a little bit of Starbucks money, a little bit of, uh, you know, pizza money, you know, a little, little uh, you know, $20 bet, whatever, win you 114 bucks. It's fun. Again, not against the spread, but just against, uh, just on the money line. I love all of these teams to win. Now, what's interesting about the games that I gave you is that each of them are actually teaser candidates with the exception of the Buffalo Bills. So if I go ahead and I simply just take the uh, the teaser teams, the, the, these would be the spreads that you would get. So I would take the uh, pack, Packers, the Bucks, the Saints, right? I wouldn't touch uh, the Bills because that's that, that's not teasing past any number whatsoever. You have the Titans, you have the Saints, and the Cincinnati Bengals. If you tease all those teams on a standard six-point teaser, these are the lines that you get. You get Chiefs at minus one, Packers at minus a half, Bucks at minus one, Titans at minus one, Saints and Bengals both at minus one and a half. That, to me, is the, uh, the play that you would have here on those teams. I don't find value in the Bills teasing them down from 16 to 10. There's no value there. Um, so this 16 teaser, if your book allows it, you can do it on DraftKings is plus 600. So you're essentially taking that money line parlay that I gave you. That was about plus 475 and turning it into a plus 600. Uh, you're taking out the Buffalo bills in this one because, uh, no value with the point spread there. So these favorites, which I expect to win their football games, Chiefs, Packers, Bucks, Titans, Saints, and Bengals. You six-point tease them. That's at plus 600 if you like to have fun, if you like those kind of things. But I think any of them would be great teaser candidates to do two-team teasers with because a two-team teaser obviously is the safer way to go. You don't have to worry about anything else. You just got, you have your two teams, and at minus 120 odds, it's a fantastic bet 
as you don't have to worry about the point spreads because you're getting them down to these key numbers. For example, you take the uh, the the Bucks and the Packers, and all you just need is them both to win. And that's, to me, a, a, a tremendous teaser. And again, minus 120 just for the two-teamer. You don't have to worry about any of that point spread. So those are the best candidates for me in terms of the favorites. Uh, underdogs, I like teasing the Vikings up from two to eight. I think Minnesota keeps it close against the Browns. Uh, the Ravens were one that I highlighted. Tease them from plus one to plus, uh, well, actually plus seven wouldn't be good there because T, uh, Ty loses on the teaser. So you really want to get them past that seven mark there. So the six-point teaser for me would be with the uh, Minnesota Vikings at plus two, getting them to plus eight is where I would look for in terms of an underdog. So that's a little fun little teaser that I have out there. And uh, certainly if you'd like to um, partake in that, if your book allows it, that's uh, one way to go with some of these point spreads because it is a very friendly teaser board this week, much like last week was. And it, it's the NFL. So the odds are some one of these teams is going to lose. It, it just it, it happens. It can't be every week where uh, things happen the way it is expected. Although underdogs have have kind of ruled so far in the NFL. Maybe this is the week where favorites just dominate against the spread. We'll keep an eye on it for sure. I'm Scott Seidenberg. You can follow me on Twitter at ScottsOnAir, S-C-O-T-T-S-O-N-A-I-R. Coming up next, as promised, I will give you that one college football pick. I have three underdog plays that I like this week that will all be written up in the uh, vcin.com article for our college football best bets. I'll give you one of them coming up next. This is the look ahead on VSIN, the sports betting network. Make this football season your best sports betting season ever. Start your VSIN free trial today to get full access to our sports betting experts, including 24 7 video streaming, daily best bet emails, betting splits with the money, and ticket percentages on every game, plus full access to vsin.com data and analysis. You get everything VSIN has to offer for only $22 per month. Sign up now at vsin.com slash subscribe. Scott Seidenberg back here with you, the look ahead here on VSIN, the sports betting network. Taking a look at this college football board this week, the first game that I circled popped out to me immediately while checking the odds. And I'm not so sure what the worst factor is with this spread. And I'm talking about the Boston College game against Clemson. What's worse? The fact that Boston College is 4-0 and being disrespected by being two touchdown underdogs in this game against Clemson? Or is it worse the belief that Clemson is good enough offensively to beat anybody by two touchdowns right now. Spread in this game is 14 and a half. I love Boston College. I bet it when it was at 16 earlier in the week. And I re-bet it on the money line at plus 500. There's a couple of things that come into factor here with this game. First of all, let's talk about what's going on on the field. Boston College offensively is doing a tremendous job of running the football. Their offensive line had their way with Missouri last week. They carried the ball 49 times for 275 yards, found the end zone three times on the ground. Clemson has injuries in their front seven with Breesey, their defensive tackle, now out for an extended period of time. So there will be a rotation in that defensive front for Clemson. I think the game plan for Boston College will be to keep the ball on the ground, run the clock, and keep the football away from Clemson's offense. But then again, what exactly are they keeping the football away from? Clemson's offense has been putrid to start the year. Okay, they had that nice win against South Carolina State, but against three FBS opponents, you know, actual real Power 5 opponents, They're averaging 12.6 points per game. That's it. How are they beating anybody by two touchdowns? 
They scored three against Georgia, and I understand that that's Georgia. They're the best defense in the country, right? So throw that game away. And then they have their bounce back game. So, okay, they go out there, they perform well, and you think that all is right with the Clemson Tigers and all is right with their offense. But is it? Is everything all right with their offense? You know, DJ Uyunglele made his first career start last year against this Boston College team. And in that game, Boston College fought and they hung with them and they lost 34-28. They covered the number there. And yes, there's no Phil Dracovic this year at quarterback for Boston College, but Dennis Grossell is a senior. He's been around for a while. He's been in this system now for a couple of years, and he has filled in nicely in Dracovic's absence. But I mentioned the running game is leading the way. And, and as far as the Clemson offense has concerned uh, with DJ Uyunglele, who Boston College saw last year. So let's just get that out of the way right now. They have seen this kid before it's not a surprise to them they have film of him playing against them they know what they have to do to stop him but what have what has he done even what has clemson done i mentioned the three points they scored against georgia they scored 14 against georgia tech they scored 21 against nc state and am i to believe that all of a sudden now in the fifth game of the season the Clemson offense is going to wake up and score 30-somewhat points? And if they do, am I to believe that Boston College is only going to get two touchdowns in this game and they're going to lose by 15, 16 points? No. If, if, if Clemson's going to cover this line, they're going to have to score into the 40s because Boston College will find the end zone at least twice. And what has Clemson shown you this season that leads you to believe that they are scoring into the 40s? It's not happening. Plus, let's talk about this motivation factor here. This game means so much to Boston College because they want to finish the job that they started last year. Last year, they went into Clemson and had a legit chance to pull off that upset. They were unable to do so. In fact, That's been their M.O. over the past couple of years. It's been playing hard and fighting and keeping these games close, but losing. Until last week, when they beat Missouri in overtime. And Jeff Hathley this week had this to say about his team finishing the job. Quote, we were in these games last year, and everybody was so excited that we were in them, but we lost these games. Last week was the first time we got over the hump that we finished one out. We'll find out about our team now, and he will find out about his team now because they will show heart. They will show fight. They feel disrespected by this point spread, and they will go on the road, and not only will they stay close with Clemson, but I believe they beat Clemson outright. And let's go on the other side of the field now and talk about the Clemson motivation. With that loss last week to NC State, Clemson is out of contention for the college football playoff. Now, I know some of you out there are saying crazy things can happen and maybe Clemson wins out and other teams lose and it's chaos. Whoa, stop it. No no two lost team has ever made the college football playoff since this thing started. And it's not going to happen this year. The Clemson players I now have a major concern for their motivation for the remainder of this season. Because Clemson will not play in the college football playoff, and you know what? They might not even make it to the ACC title game because of how well everybody else is playing in their division. How do the players respond with nothing to play for? How long until some of these elite NFL prospects decide to opt out for the remainder of the season and focus in on the NFL draft. With nothing to play for for the remainder of this season, with no championship to play for, how long until some of those players don't want to run the risk of injury anymore and just want to get ready for the NFL draft? What's the motivation for these Clemson players playing in a game 
for the first time in their lives, essentially, that has no meaning. Because think about this. For the past several years at Clemson, every time they step on the field, they're playing with one goal, and that is to make it to the college football playoff. And they've been able to do so. And for some of these players, most of them, in fact, that are playing on Clemson, they were elite high school players, likely going to championship games in high school. Now, for the first time in their playing careers, they have nothing to play for. Yes, there's pride. Yes, there are some bowl games. Yes, there's playing time for next season. And sure, NIL could come into play, right? Play well, make a couple of bucks on the side, right? But I think there is a major motivational mismatch here because the Clemson players might be disheartened by the loss last week and really have nothing to pick themselves up for to play for in this game, to play for this season. It's going to be a lot harder for Dabo Swinney to get his team motivated for this game than Jeff Halfley to get his team pumped up at a chance to beat Clemson once and for all. And to make a statement about your program and the respect level that you deserve. Because there's no reason that Boston College, as presently constituted, versus Clemson, as presently constituted. And I'm not talking about any look-ahead lines. I'm talking about the team that we see right now. There's no reason this team should be a two-touchdown underdog to Clemson, and there's no reason this Clemson this Clemson team should be a two-touchdown favorite against anybody. So Boston College with the points is my play, and have a little fun on the side and sprinkle a little bit on that money line because do not be shocked when Boston College comes out of Clemson with an outright victory. And this season goes from bad to worse for Dabo Swinney and the Clemson Tigers. And then, and then you're going to start to see some players opt out. That's going to happen with absolutely nothing to play for for the remainder of the season. I'm Scott Seidenberg. You can follow me on Twitter at ScottsOnAir, S-C-O-T-T-S-O-N-A-I-R. We'll look ahead to some other college football spots coming up next. We have Thursday night games that we have to preview as well in both college football and, of course, the NFL. It's all coming up right here on The Look Ahead on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.
On tomorrow's episode of the Ron Flatter Racing Pod, Belmont Park Morning Line writer David Aragona of Timeform US preview Saturday's Woodward Stakes. Starlight Racing's Jack Wolf talks about the horses he has racing during opening weekend at Santa Anita. Racing Post's Scott Burton looks at Sunday's running of Europe's richest race, Beeson's Vinnie Mayugo, handicaps weekend races. Subscribe now at iHeart, Apple, Google, Spotify, or Stitcher, or download it tomorrow morning at vcin.com slash podcast. The Ron Flatter Racing Pod is sponsored by First Bet. Scott Seidenberg here. Uh, it's the look ahead on vcin, the sports betting network. And yeah, we have a Thursday night slate in college football, and then, of course, the NFL as well. On Thursday night, we got a game here, Virginia and Miami. And it's two teams that have had disappointing starts to their season. Uh, I think that Miami came into this year with certainly high aspirations, uh, ranked um, in the uh, top 25 to start the season, uh, they lost to Alabama. They got blown out. And then uh, they barely escape against Appalachian State before being upset at home against Michigan State. So now they're 2-2 two and two on the year, facing a Virginia team that uh, has had an up-and-down season as well. You know, they started out 2-0, and and then they lose to North Carolina in a game that kind of showed their defensive flaws. It also just showed how good they are offensively. And same thing against Wake Forest. Uh, showed their defensive flaws against Wake Forest uh, where they could not stop Sam Hartman and company. So now Virginia travels to Miami to take on the Hurricanes. And both offenses in this one uh, have been pretty good this season. Virginia averaging 546 yards of offense. Miami 455 yards of offense. Virginia, 35.3 points per game. Miami, 31 points per game. But both defenses are giving up yardage, and they're giving up points. Virginia's given up 27.5 points per game. Miami, 26.3 points per game. Uh, Miami's given up 370 yards per game. And Virginia, 423 yards per game. Total in this one is 63. And as much as uh, I'd like to take the total, because I, I do think this could be high-scoring, um, I think I'd have to go with which quarterback I, I trust more in this game. And just looking at the uh, bounce back, uh, you know, um, the, the performance last week, uh, it was, I guess, Tyler Van Dyke from Miami played really well. Uh, both quarterbacks, both Van Dyke and uh, Jake Garcia played really well. I, I know against Central Connecticut, but both of them played really well. Um, and with the way that Brennan Armstrong has played this season, he can put up a ton of points, but he also can turn the football over. And I, I, I watch him sometimes and I, I look at it and I'm like, you know what? This kid's an elite quarterback. This kid um, can certainly sling it and put up points, but it just seems like in every game he plays, he's throwing that one interception that costs his team a drive, that costs his team a game. And that is probably going to be the difference in this game, is if the Miami defense can come up with a big turnover. Miami's a six-point line, and as, as much as, you know, I, I don't really know Tyler Van Dyke or Jake Garcia much. Um, I, I, if if Derek King doesn't go, I, honestly, it's going to be about managing the game for either of these quarterbacks. And I think managing the game is what it's going to take in this one to not turn the football over. Now, the spread would lead you to believe that De'Ara King's playing in this game. If he does play in this game, then they're going to dominate Virginia. If he doesn't play in this game, it comes down to the defense 
coming up with a turnover against Brennan Armstrong. There was a tweet uh, earlier this week from a beat reporter covering the Miami Hurricanes where uh, she said, Christy Chirinos, Derek King was very involved in helping the Canes quarterbacks prepare uh, this past week. And on the quarterback room, we all support each other. I love all these guys. They all do great things. That according to Tyler Van Dyke. Um, and that's what, you know, so all these quarterbacks have been working together. To me, again, it's about the defense coming up with a stop, coming up with a turnover against Brennan Armstrong. So I'd lean Miami in this game. I'm not playing this game. I'm focused on the NFL game. But if I had to make a play on this game, it would be Miami, and I would lean towards the over. Uh, I do think Virginia can hang with them, but ultimately it's going to come down to the one turnover that is going to be the bad turnover that's going to lead to a uh, Virginia loss because it has happened. So it has happened so far. Uh, Brennan Armstrong, let's look at his numbers here. Through And they're fantastic. They, don't get me wrong. His numbers are ridiculous uh, this season. Through, uh, as I mentioned, the four games, as they are 2-2 two and two this season, he is completing 66.7% of his passes for 1,705 yards, 13 touchdowns, three interceptions. Those three interceptions have come in the last three games. He has thrown one interception in each of those games. He's also rushing the football, not as much. uh, He's got 37 attempts for just 48 yards, though, and two touchdowns. Uh, Defensively, they have a hard time stopping anybody. They uh, allowed um, North Carolina to put up 59 against them, and they allowed Wake Forest to score 37 against them. Miami, meanwhile, you know, Alabama did what they did against them, but Alabama's going to do that against anybody. The 38 points allowed to Michigan State certainly uh, makes you roll your eyes. So we'll see if Manny Diaz can get this thing uh, back on track. We'll see uh, what the quarterback situation is, whether it's going to be De'Ara King or whether it's Van Dyke or Garcia or some combination of the two of them. And we'll see if the Miami defense can come up with the turnover that is needed to solidify this football game. Uh, Because that's what it's going to take to cover. If Brennan Armstrong plays a clean game and does not turn the football over, I think this could be a a more interesting game. And uh, maybe it's a high-scoring back-and-forth affair that comes down to the final possession. Uh, But that's where I'm I'm reading here. No play for me officially on this game on the uh, schedule for Thursday night. That's your only Thursday game on the college football schedule on Friday. You have three games on the schedule, two of them involving top 25 teams. Uh, You have Iowa, number five, going on the road to take on Maryland in a very important game. Number 13, BYU travels to take on Utah State. Uh, The one non-ranked game is Houston at Tulsa, where Tulsa is a a four-and-a-half-point favorite. Uh, We'll give you full previews on those games coming up tomorrow, official picks for the Iowa-Maryland game, and uh, the rest of the college football slate as well. I have two more underdog plays coming up this Saturday. So one I gave you in Boston College, plus I had it at plus 16, but get it at plus 14 and a half. Anything north of that two touchdowns is fine. And I think sprinkling a little bit on the money line as well, uh, because I can see Clemson losing this one outright. Uh, to Boston College. And then uh, the NFL, of course, has a a Thursday night game to kick off week four. And I got a lot riding on this game because of my survivor pool. Uh, Yes, it's game theory, but it's also just picking on a bad football team. And that's why I have gone with the Cincinnati Bengals over the Jacksonville Jaguars. We will take a closer look at this game coming up in just a few minutes. We'll go over some of the prop bets as well and pick out maybe a fun prop or two to play in this game between the Bengals and the Jaguars. But, you know, looking at this game from a survival pool perspective, kind of the same handicap that I had last week. You got a rookie head coach, you got a rookie quarterback going on the road this time but preparing on a short week, something that they're not familiar with, and they're just the bad, they're just the bad football team. And Trevor Lawrence turning, you want to talk about turnovers, Trevor Lawrence turning the football over way too much 
he has at least two interceptions in every game that he has played this season. Bengals defense has been improved. Joe Burrow looks good. Jamar Chase looks good. And uh, I think this Bengals team, who uh, did not really have their expectations like this to start off the season this way, but I think they start the season now 3-1 and one after a win over the Jaguars. And I'll sit pretty on Sunday and just root for chaos. More on this game coming up next. I'm Scott Seidenberg. This is The Look Ahead here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. This is VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Whether you're a novice or a seasoned veteran in the sports book, VSIN is here to help you improve your sports betting skills. VSIN has assembled the leading team of insiders and handicappers to analyze every angle, 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 to analyze every Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.